0: I will make a bet right now.
1: You'll make a bet right I'll now? I'll make a bet right now with the, Donald. Oh, yeah? With Donald. That Baldur's
0: Gate takes Game of the Year. Tears of the Kingdom. They're
1: coming out right now?
0: It's like happening as we record yeah, this. So by the time this airs, everyone will know that I'm right and Donald's wrong. He thinks okay. Tears of the Kingdom is going to win. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win. And what's the wager? What's the wager? I will Tuckerize him into a book. I will take that wager. What do I have to do for you, Feathers, though? You have to shine my shoes. Deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, Donald? Yes? Being Tuckerized, if you win, are you going to insist he doesn't? You know what Dan does to people? He puts it in his murdered, books. murdered, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrifically. Horrifically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well. Okay. It's just, it's okay. all the
0: typecast out.
1: With. Hi. Hi. We'll be waiting. Tell us as soon as it happens, Donald. Yeah. Yeah. If
0: they announce it like during this podcast yeah. while we're still filming, that'd be amazing. That's what we want. Yeah. We'll
1: see. Okay. It's a little early, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like I, I, they, six o'clock. That'll be the last one of mm-hmm. the list.
0: Go through all the other things first. We can put an update at the end. Yep. yep. Baldur's Gate's going to win voice acting too if there's an award for that. Okay. Anyway. Whatever. Hey, so I don't suppose you have another food heist. I do not okay. have another food
1: heist. Uh, I do.
0: You do. Go for I it. I do, but I'm not going to tell it yet. Okay. Because for the last like six episodes- You've been wanting to do I have been wanting to promote my thing, and I keep forgetting, so now I'm going to promote my thing. And then after I'm done, then you get a food heist. Okay? Okay. 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 So this year, 2023, I did a gaming retreat, and it was awesome. It worked so well that next year in 24, I'm doing three of them. One's already sold out, but there's still two more you can sign up for. And this is just where I rent out a big vacation home and I get my friend to come make food for us. And then you come spend a week in a big house full of food and games and we play games all week. And it's awesome. By games, you mean... Unreal Tournament. Uh (laughs) I want to try to figure out how to do like a LAN party with good computers. But no. People travel from all over. So it's mostly board games and role-playing games. There you are. Yeah. And let's see. Last year, we had an 11-hour, I think, game of Twilight Imperium. We had multiple magic drafts. I ran a campaign of Blades in the Dark based in the Greenbone Saga universe by Fonda Lee. Like We did all kinds of awesome stuff.
1: And are they all locally here
0: or? The one that's sold out is in Florida. The two that are left are both in Utah. Okay. In Salt Lake. Okay. And there's one in July and there's one in June. And they're going to be awesome. So go to my website, thedanwells.com and look in the store and you can get all the details and sign up for them. And then we can play games all week. Great. And you have now not forgotten. Now this I thing. have not forgotten. I've successfully promoted. Do you know how hard it is for me to self-promote? Not because I'm shy or like
1: humble. It's because I'm just really bad at self-promotion. <laughs> he, he, I mean, we're not joking. It's been six episodes or something. It was like, all right, I'm going to do my thing this time. And I yeah. say, all right. And then. And then I forget. Yeah. It's because there's no way to bring it in organically. That's right. You yeah. needed a food heist. I needed you a food needed, heist needed, that was
0: like about role playing games. You needed a board game heist. Oh, <gasps> a board game heist. You would have found it. Did a we board talk game. about the one where a guy stole a Pokemon card?
1: A Pokemon card? Yeah. He okay.
0: tunneled through the wall from one place in a strip mall into a game store, and he stole like Charizard or something. Okay. That was foil in a set one. It was yeah. worth. Tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. He probably took some other Pokemon cards with him, but anyway, that was a couple of years ago. All right. Food heist. All right, you you want a food them. heist? You promised. So, yeah, this that... one was sent to me yesterday. Okay. So this happened in Oklahoma. A month's long Dr. Pepper syrup. Oh. Theft ring. Dr. Was Pepper busted. Well. Yeah. Okay. There were a group of three dudes that were stealing thousands of dollars worth of soda syrup Okay. and selling it to a gas station for their soda machine. Okay. And eventually, the dude that caught him, like the regional manager of the facility, Hmm. he started placing GPS trackers in the boxes of soda syrup so that he could get all high tech. Nice. And track them down. Yeah, it was pretty great. So they got caught? Yeah, they did get caught. Uh One of the things I love is that they interviewed the gas station regulars to (laughs) be like, so how does it feel to know you've been drinking illicit Dr. Pepper syrup? And like, how do you think it feels? I don't know. Tastes like like, Dr. Pepper? That surprises me. I didn't realize. So anyway, yeah, we always talk about in these food heists, who's buying the mystery meat, Mm -hmm. right? Who's buying the... 10,000 pounds or 20 tons I mean, of butter from last episode, it was this dude
1: at a gas station. I would feel a lot more okay buying Dr. Pepper syrup on the black market. Not that I yeah, would ever- then ground beef. But Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a distinction there. Chicken mm-hmm. breasts, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pepper syrup, okay, fine. Court documents-
0: show that the gas station guy knew the product was stolen. Or at least allege that he knew the product was stolen. So they're looking at a total over several months of Mm -hmm. ten pallets of soda syrup. Okay, that's which is just shy of forty thousand dollars worth.
1: Trying to decide if they deserved like a cool name or not. And I don't know, just stealing and going to one location. I mean loyalty. That is loyalty. I don't know if they deserve a cool name. And would you pun on doctor or would you just pun on like, you know- Pepper? Or soda, syrup? right? It's like your syrup. Like you could be like the syrup snipers or something like that, right? <laughs> the uh, syrup, <syruptitious> syrup- Snipers? <laughs> yes. I
0: want something other than titious at the end.
1: Yeah, that's probably where you go because you want to be able to use them in future food heists as perhaps the masterminds of- Yeah. Next time uh, soda syrup gets stolen, yeah. we know mm-hmm. exactly who it was. Yeah.
0: Okay. So anyway, there you go. I love these long term. So it's not one heist where they go in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know, over time skimming off the top, embezzling soda syrup. Soda syrup. Yeah. And then the high-tech angle where the guys like putting Apple trackers or whatever it was into the boxes. Love it. Love it all. So, what are we going to talk about? Oh, it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year as we know it. Is this actually going to end like Is this going to air in December? Or is this going to air like halfway through January?
1: We can make it so.
0: Oh, nice. So.
1: So we're going to do a year end review. Yeah. We're going to talk about 2023. 2023, our year. Media that we particularly enjoyed. Yeah. And other things. Do you want to start with some media? Boy. What's your favorite Um,
0: video game of the year? My favorite video game of the year, believe it or not... Is Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3. And we have covered the fact that Dan has terrible taste in video games so many times. Somehow you're playing the most
1: popular game of the year or one of them. Well,
0: and specifically, I have gone on record saying that I don't like the way video games tell stories. Mm -hmm. And the games that I do end up coming back to and playing, like League of Legends or Overwatch, are very specifically not story-based. Baldur's Gate is the first game in, I'm going to say, 10 years at least and probably more that I have absolutely latched onto the story. I'm in my third playthrough now. It has overcome whatever weird hangups I have in my brain,
1: and I love everything about it. I didn't play any video games this year. You didn't play any video games. I don't think I played a single one. But you wrote like 400,000 words. It's a stormlight year, (laughs) and so normally... I enjoy myself a video game now and then. <laughs> oh, the uh, Snowder snipers, oh uh, the syrup snipers, the surreptitious. The surreptitious syrup snipers. Yes. Though they're, of course, taking the Ooh. snipe as a sniper rather than a snipe who steals. Yeah. Because you can snipe something that you take it from someone else. Surreptitious
0: syrup swiper.
1: Swiper. Ah, swiper, no swiping. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because sniping, I was just using kind of the video game term where I got your kill or something like that, which does have like the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah connotation. That's a pretty
0: gruesome... Make sure to put that one online somewhere where people can see this very
1: gruesome syrup sniper. And if you didn't see last week's, the Butter Buccaneers. The Butter Buccaneers. We could just name this person Surreptitious. Surreptitious. You don't even need swiper. Yeah. It's just Surreptitious. Like Madonna has one Mm -hmm. name, Surreptitious. He's Titius to his friends. (laughs) And Sir to his enemies. His name is Sir... (laughs) Uptitious.
0: <laughs> He's been knighted by the Queen of Food Heists.
1: <laughs> so I have no favorite video game so you of the no year. have no favorite video game of the year. I just so my son mm-hmm. plays these for me and tells me how great they are. So he has played Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate. I should ask him which one he likes more. I Oh, he had decision paralysis on Baldur's Gate. See, he has trouble with Which games. one, Joel? Joel. He has because trouble. Joel told me he loved Baldur's Gate. He did. But when I asked how he's progressing, he's like, I hit a point where I know if I make one decision, I can't have the other one. Oh, okay. And that's really hard for him. Mm. Mm-hmm. The way his brain works, the opportunity cost of making yeah. a decision is very that's difficult. That's totally fair. Tears of the Kingdom, he knows he can do all the things, even mm-hmm. if he doesn't have to do them in a specific yeah. order. And I get that. -hmm. At the same time,
0: that's one of the things I love about the game. Like I said, I'm in my third playthrough. Because you can play. They've all been so different. Yeah. Because you can just go different paths. This year, let's see. Other than Baldur's Gate, Mm -hmm. I haven't played a ton of other new ones. I just barely bought because they were both on sale Marvel Midnight Suns. Okay. And finally got Cyberpunk.
1: Finally got Cyberpunk. You have to tell me how that is. A lot of people say with all the kind of updates and things they've done that it's pretty good. it's apparently amazing now, and
0: it was on a super good sale on Steam, so I grabbed it yesterday morning. I haven't had a chance to
1: even install it yet. I guess my game of the year is Terraria, because I play that with my boys. (laughs) Calamity Mod. I'd never done Calamity Mod before. So once a week, I get an hour or so to play with Mm -hmm. my boys, and we do that, which is a lot of fun. Me and Joel just kind of actually play the game as intended, whereas my middle son mostly collects animals and puts them in you know, terrariums, and displays Mm -hmm. them, and then gets bored and goes and does something else. And the youngest son tends to go fight bosses over and over again that he can defeat easily, then get bored and go do something else. But (laughs) for a while, we're all together for a little bit.
0: So sometime next summer, I imagine, Mm -hmm. when you have finished writing and revising Stormlight 5 and you're ready Mm -hmm. to be done... What is the
1: first game? All these incredible things have come out. What's the What's the one you're most excited to play? It's probably Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, I like the first one so much. And the thing about that is, like, it's real easy. Like Baldur's Gate, how easy is it on a Steam Deck? Being portable is really handy for me Mm -hmm. for gaming because I'm not around my computer, so it's got a different mindset and things like that. I mean, I really want to do the New Armored Core. That's high up there on the list. So. Bethesda games, as I said before, I usually wait like five years. Mm -hmm. I wait until not just it's been modded, but until it's been modded to the point that it's just all the coolest mods, everyone knows what they are. Yeah. That's what I did with the latest Fallout, Fallout 4. Okay. It was five years after it came out. So you go
0: through at least two full production cycles. What is the company going to do? Yeah. And then what is the fan community going to do? At that point, it is the most refined possible version of itself
1: i found that that just works so well for those Bethesda games because they do use mods so extensively. Mm-hmm. The fan community does.
0: Did you see that Hades 2 got
1: announced? Yeah, that was announced a year ago at the Game Awards. Well, see, yep. I don't pay attention to these things. So looking forward to Hades 2 quite a bit okay. also. so Well, hooray. Yeah. What about, you don't watch TV. I don't watch network television. What was my favorite show of the year? It was probably Ted Lasso. Okay. I got into it late. And we watched two seasons this year, and it would be my number one, I'm pretty sure.
0: You haven't watched three yet? I haven't watched season three yet. I've watched most of three. Yeah. Last time we talked about it months and months ago, I still haven't watched it since then.
1: Okay. Well, that <laughs> jives with some other people that I know who have said, and three may not be on the level that I'm hoping it to be. My TV show of the year mm-hmm. was actually Supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this, like, 20-year-old show yep. that I finally got around to watching. At least mine had a new season this year. I Wait, know. Supernatural had a new season last year. Yeah, it ended last yeah. year. So, that But counts. I have
0: never watched any of it. Mm-hmm. And then on the recommendation of Steve Diamond, I decided I'm finally going to give this a watch. I watched the first five seasons, which by all accounts are the best ones anyway. and uh-huh. loved it. Absolutely not just enjoyable, but brilliant. The writing, the audacity of what they were able to do and get away with. Mm-hmm. Such a good show. Yeah. So, you know, that's not news to anyone other than me, but Supernatural.
1: There are episodes of Wheel of Time Season 2 that I think are great. We'll talk awesome. about it eventually. Yeah, eventually we there, will. There are episodes of that that Have I think great. Have you watched it all? Yeah. Okay. So I haven't, um, but not I'll catch with, up. Yeah. Probably so, over Christmas. We'll... Yeah, I finally turned it on and watched it while sorting magic cards mm-hmm. and things for my nightly whatever. I didn't go watch it with my wife in the theater, which I probably should. So, do you
0: have wife shows and solo shows? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah.
1: And solo shows, I usually like they're a different thing for me. Like I don't go into the nice theater and watch them. With the wife shows, we go in and we, you know, full attention and everything like that. So,
0: Wheel of Time is a wife show for yes. me. Mm-hmm. Which means that yeah. because Don's been in school all yeah. year or whatever, all semester, we haven't had time to watch more than two episodes mm-hmm. of it. So yep, gotta catch up.
1: Though, well, we won't give spoilers. Everyone knows <laughs> that I have a problem with episode eight. But regardless, let's see. Films is yours. Rrr. It's absolutely rrr. Mine is
0: rrr is like a top five all time movie for me.
1: Mine's across the Spider Verse. RRR would be number two. We should
0: do a whole episode where we talk about that.
1: Yes, we did that last week, Dan.
0: Yeah, but we might be airing this one out of order. Maybe we will be, but...
1: <gasps> Maybe we will be sounds like a... I don't know. Who knows? It's up to the whims of fate. the production team, yeah. I was going to say. You're now renamed Fate. You're Fate. Mm-hmm. The Fate team. The publicity and team that makes Which means that you have to
0: start knitting.
1: So yeah, I would drink RRR as number two. Okay. A close number two. Barbie is up there. Barbie was an excellent film. It's probably been number three. I have seen that
0: yet, though I hear it's great.
1: Yeah. So there's my top three. Other films that I liked, what Let's else? see, this
0: year D&D came out. D&D was which good. Which I thought was really good. Yeah. Mission Impossible came out, which was mostly just disappointing.
1: I mean, it's still- It was good. Yeah. But I remember it as disappointing rather than remembering right. it as good. I would rank D&D above it, but yeah. not above my top three. Mm-hmm. So maybe D&D's number four. No, I did not see any of the Marvel films that came out this year.
0: At some point over the summer when I was ill, Mm -hmm. I think this was actually depression rather Mm -hmm. than some kind of like stomach bug. I watched Black Panther 2, Mm -hmm. and I watched Ant-Man 3, Mm -hmm. and I watched whatever the other one was. Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I haven't watched that one. I watched Thor. Thor. Thor 4. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. I watched all 3 of them in
1: one day. Mm-hmm. And we did an I,
0: episode on Thor, right? Oh, no, yeah. not about Love and Thunder, Didn't no. Didn't we? we? We I don't can know do, if we can get do a whole m- episode a out of that. A mini
1: episode on that. I mean, our thoughts are going to be the same as everyone's.
0: Yeah. Of um, those 3, Quantum Mania was the best and mm.
1: Quantum Mania was still terrible. I did not like any of them. Emily watched Black Panther without me and once my wife's watched a movie, my chances of getting to it <laughs> go way down, Mm -hmm. which is, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. It might take one of these top slots, Mm -hmm. but waiting to see that with my wife when we have the time and the desire to watch it in our theater. But of the Thor Love and Thunder, it's like two okay movies smashed together that makes them both worse. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like Christian Bale's performance is excellent. Yes. It's Christian Bale. Mm -hmm. And he leans into that character And is genuinely terrifying. Like he's a good MCU villain, which is something we've been wanting for years. Unfortunately, he got stuck into Taika Waititi, buddy comedy farce that also is for some reason dealing with death by cancer. And it just completely didn't work. Yeah. I did hear one thing that made me like it better. Okay. Someone I was talking to, one of our friends who shall remain unattributed, but a smart friend Mm -hmm. said, they like it a lot more. Just imagining this is Korg's retelling because it starts off from his viewpoint Mm -hmm. and he's the narrator. And Korg just tells things in a funny way. And it was actually much more dramatic and a lot of the goofy stuff didn't actually happen. Korg just put that in. Because it's Korg's version see that. of events.
0: If we look at this as the melodrama mm-hmm. Korg storyteller
1: version. Yes. That does make it better. It makes it a little better, doesn't it? Yeah. But still, misfire of a movie. And it was the last MCU film I think I saw. Because that came out after I think that was Multiverse of Madness. Right? Yeah. Yes, it Yes. it after. So that's the last MCU film that I... Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of killed it for me. Because Multiverse of Madness, I was looking forward to so much. And... I love yeah. Sam Raimi and I really, really liked WandaVision and it just left such a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Despite being a decent film. And then Thor, Love and Thunder, which again, Taika Waititi, I had high expectations yeah. and it just fell on its face. I'm Th- like, those
0: two are such a one two punch of yeah. watching creators you love get their uniqueness and individuality steamrolled by the juggernaut of so the MCU. Here's
1: the thing I think their uniqueness and individuality is there. absolutely absolutely. there but not so but not enough to make it a great movie i don't think thor love and thunder would have been better if taika watiti had just done more humor and more yeah taika Mm watiti goofiness right like i think the problem is the same problem we have with star wars in that jj is a really good filmmaker ryan johnson pretty talented he can Mm -hmm. do good stuff you know Without some overseeing hand saying, I'm saying there wasn't enough of that. There wasn't enough of someone sitting down saying, all right, what's your vision for this? How can we make your vision Mm -hmm. work with a strong narrative of the things we need? We need people to connect to Thor, not think of Thor as just a dumb himbo that- This is
0: pure conjecture Mm -hmm. and theory crafting. But how much do you think what's wrong with current Marvel- is that they're no longer making movies. They're making chapters
1: of a saga. They did that before. I think it's that there's too much. So that the quality control at the top Mm -hmm. that used to be there, and there were weak MCU films before. Absolutely. But because there was a quality control on the whole thing, The sum was stronger than Mm -hmm. its parts. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever say. Yeah. (laughs) The sum of the total is larger than the individual parts added together somehow. And in that, you still had some really excellent films like Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And somehow the magic worked and the people at the top were able to walk this line because Mm -hmm. those two films feel completely different from one another. Yeah. And are excellent films. And then it just got away from them. Like, I think the kick to my stomach was finding out that Sam Raimi did not know the plot of WandaVision. Yeah. Did not know the arc and story and had to film and make a movie.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: of course, Sam Raimi's going to ham it up with Mm -hmm. the villain. It's what Sam Raimi does. And if you give him the right material, that hamming up is absolutely a strength. William Dafoe. Yeah in the Spider-Man originals, right? Is a perfect example of that. And so, like, I have to blame the people at the top. I just, Mm -hmm. there's too much going on. They cannot control it anymore. And because of that, it just has become a mess.
0: And it's coming out so quickly that there isn't time to, for example, make Mm -hmm. sure that WandaVision leads into Multiverse of Madness. Speaking of, did you get a chance to watch any of the Disney Plus shows, like Loki season two, any of that?
1: Haven't had a chance. I hadn't Same. had interest, honestly, to watch them. Now, Loki season two is the one I'm most likely to watch mm-hmm. because it's hard for me to take anything seriously in the MCU because of Loki season one. Yeah. And because of time travel, right? But I can take those seriously because they're dealing with the multiverse in ways mm-hmm. that can actually have some control over it. Even something like Quantum Media just can't. Yeah. Like, all right, this ant man dies. There's another one. He's identical. He didn't <laughs> die. Right? But The way that Loki set up, you can get around some of that. And so Loki's the only MCU thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel, I saw the trailer. I'm like, I don't care. The world can blow up, (laughs) right? And it doesn't matter anymore. the, The entire universe can evaporate. In Multiverse of Madness, he says entire universes evaporated. And I'm like, well, if entire universes can evaporate. Yeah. But there's another one identical to it. Just, this is the multiverse problem. I don't care. I don't care about the world ending stakes.
0: I have not yet seen Loki season two, Mm -hmm. but Robert Jackson Bennett, another fantastic author, he told me that a lot of it is just people staring at lines on screens and then somberly whispering, that was an entire universe that just disappeared. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man.
1: Okay, what else? You read any books this year? So I read some books. I'm in the middle of Foundation. Because oh, I have to write a forward going to Foundation. Back yeah. In the day. Or huh? I don't have to. I was invited to write mm-hmm. a forward to Foundation. I read Rachel Lynn's book. I um, haven't read hers yet. Yep. The Doll Makers. That's, I think, coming out in a year. It's really good.
0: Um, A year or. Maybe two. two. Yeah. It's like August way of out next there. year.
1: August next year. August okay. of 24. Oh, nice. nice. So. I reread Going Postal, which is probably my book of the year. I read that last year. Mm -hmm. Finally got around to it. It was excellent. I read The Light Fantastic, which I'd never read, which is Discworld number two. Okay. You have not yet read Fonda Lee, right? No, but that has moved up on my list. Greenbone Saga was
0: 100% my book discovery of Mm -hmm. 23. Okay. Loved it. I think I might've read the first one last year.
1: I actually had trouble remembering, I'm like, know. what it was, but then I found it, and but then I had to read Rachel Lynn's book for a cover or blurb mm-hmm. in case I was willing to give one to her, and that was on a deadline. And now, foundation. This is how a lot of my reading goes. Foundation's <laughs> on a deadline, and so yeah. that is what I'm reading well, right and now.
0: And frankly, most of the books I've read this year are yours because mm, <laughs> yes. I need to catch up on the Cosmere and mm. things like that.
1: So, favorite thing, not a media property of the year. Favorite thing that was not a media property. I'll go first because I know what mine is. Okay. Mine was, went to Hawaii and had a nice like writing session and Scar was there for the first time and like set up like a tent for me. Is Scar here? do you take off? Yeah, Scar. Yeah. Set up like a windbreak shade for me. The and, mobile Sanderson yes, tent. M- mobile Brandon Beach Base, <laughs> the MB3. And there was a hammock mm-hmm. and I got to sit in a hammock overlooking the ocean in perfect weather. And I did write, that ten days in a row, and 5. wrote a bunch of Stormlight Five, and it was That's awesome. And Emily yeah. was there, so we like went out to dinner at night, her and I, and she and I. Yeah, so it was wonderful. I really yeah. enjoyed it.
0: Cool. This is not the year that I, I don't think it was. Is this the year that I went to Hawaii and got COVID, or was that last year? I can't even remember. I don't. These all blanked. I don't. No, it was last year because it was right before I started working here. Okay. Here's my favorite thing of the year. Okay. Duloxetine. Oh, you're uh... (laughs) a... That's my depression med that works. We've talked about this on the show before. I basically have, at this point, a year old, a little more than a year, diagnosis of depression and panic, and have been working to get it under control. Mm -hmm. And a couple of months ago, they switched me from fluoxetine, which is an SSRI, Mm -hmm. to duloxetine, which is an SNRI, Mm -hmm. and almost overnight, I became a happier better more cheerful more active version of myself let me say wonderful
1: all you uh (laughs) all you you chemists out there that are finding this stuff good on you good job you're making the world a better place you know absolutely yeah yeah we write goofy stories about wizards (laughs) and or serial killers in your case
0: on occasion robots
1: Uh, occasion robots there's people who are making it so we can do so. Yes. And in my case, it's not a depression, but my insomnia medicine works really well. It's That's helped so me a lot. Great. Last night would have been an insomnia night. It hits mm-hmm. me once every couple of weeks mm-hmm. where in the past I would have laid there and then been up until noon, sometimes up until like three. Wow. And in the afternoon, right? Until I can finally sleep. And last night I could feel that it was going to be one of those days and then mm-hmm. it's still... You know, it's hard to get a good insomnia medicine because if it's too strong, you're just groggy all the time, which is not good, Mm -hmm. right? Like you don't actually want a powerful insomnia medicine. Mm -hmm. You want one that's just enough to tip you over the edge without leaving you groggy the next day. And that is a really tricky, fine line to walk. And so. Yeah.
0: I take Trazodone. Yeah. It's kind of my sleeping pill. Mm -hmm. And it is so hard to wake up in the morning. Yeah. I'm so just groggy and... Awful.
1: Same with my son.
0: He, he takes the same burn. one? Yeah. I think I could knock the dose back and and maybe that'll work,
1: but. So before we go, I do want to mention some YouTube videos. We are Ooh. on YouTube as well as other as things. many but, other outlets. But the majority of our viewership and our listenership is on mm-hmm. YouTube. So I want to highlight again, Patrick H. Willems. He has an amazing episode called the content episode, mm-hmm. which is talking about calling things content and why he thinks that the term is kind of insulting and destructive to the creation of artistic works. Okay. And I think it should be, and I, nothing's required viewing, but it's close to required viewing as I yes. can say for any who wants to be a creator in the modern day.
0: I have that bookmarked because mm-hmm. you told me to
1: watch it and I yeah. haven't watched it yet. But will. his whole season is a banger. His RRR episode and he did on an RRR he episode. did an episode on RR and he went to India with his co-writer who's of Indian descent together and a lot of the episodes are co-written by him and they went together and talked about Indian cinema and cool. had an episode he had an episode that's like a who killed movies a murder mystery <laughs> where it's like investigating why films aren't doing as well he did a whole bunch of really awesome stuff and cool. I should say their team it's a mm-hmm. whole team over there but Speaking of creating things on the internet, I also recommend that people watch H-Bomber Guy's new video on plagiarism and how kind of the internet is still the Wild West Mm -hmm. as plagiarism goes and how this is a bad thing for everyone. Yeah. And he says it's like one of his worst video essays ever. It's really insightful and kind of shows- So so
0: I've never watched an H-Bomber Guy video because I'm a grumpy old man. Yes. Tell me what the style is like. Is this the kind of thing where every five seconds there's going to be a scene break or somebody
1: screaming? He, he um, does a bit of that. Um, it's video essay form. He's very frenetic, though, okay. and excited by things. But they're like three hours long. Yeah. And he's a good filmmaker, so they're not mm-hmm. overly much. But basically, he takes three case studies on YouTube right now of people whose content— Really under old rules would be utter plagiarism, Mm -hmm. but on the internet is kind of on this gray line where when they get called out on it, they change a few things and then re-upload it and stuff like this, and it's it's some good creators, right, Mm -hmm. whose material is otherwise high effort. Right? Yeah. And some that are low effort. And he talks about how some of these are destructive to the communities that they're trying to advocate for, how sometimes it's just lazy. How, anyway, it's a, it's a really interesting, but it's like three hours long take on plagiarism as it relates to YouTube. These sorts of things are really interesting to me because of the intersection of new media and old. Yeah. Where a lot of the plagiarism is someone finds a cool news article online and then just kind of uses that as the text to make. Something others are more nefarious about it, but regardless, <laughs> when that H Bomber Guy
0: plagiarism video came yeah. out, one of the discords I'm in just exploded because everyone yeah. was so excited. And I, having never watched it, I said, What's the big deal? And a friend mm. of mine said, Just imagine that in my corner of the internet is having a holy week. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay, that makes perfect sense.
1: His kind of look at Various media properties tend to be pretty interesting as well. Like he has some on like the Fallout franchise and some mm-hmm. on, you know, like he doesn't like Sherlock, the television show. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has insightful reasons why. Don't know that I agree with him, but The, he has, the YouTube
0: yeah. channels that I tend mm-hmm. to watch are like 15 minute videos. I don't yeah. have time for a three hour video.
1: Yeah. I eat my dinner after I finish writing, I have about an hour. Though, mm-hmm. so, I guess we're going just a little long. Another thing that is one of my favorite things of the year. Okay. Louis Scott Vargas. I as, know that name. What do I know? He that is name? a Magic Pro, one oh, of the best magic players of right. all time. Okay. He finally started a YouTube channel and he drafts Powered Cube every day. And just wow. every day there's a new draft of him drafting Powered Cube with his friends. And they do an online. So online, there's like a draft simulator, and then they import the cards into Magic Online so they can play. And like, that's brightened my year, just knowing each night if there's nothing else to watch, there's going to be- Watch a Magic I'm going to watch somebody do Uh, goofy things with Powered Cube.
0: 2023 is absolutely the year of my full return to Magic. And- You know, my kids have been slowly getting me back into it. Working here, you kind of slowly started getting me back into it. It was Lord of the Rings more than anything that was like, okay, I'll reinvest in this. And I don't read the articles all the time like I used to, but I do own significantly more Magic cards than I did a year ago. What did you like about this year, Ben?
1: I mean, it was the year of Sanderson. We should maybe mention that. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, also a bunch of Sanderson stuff happened.